you feel like no matter what you're doing, driving, working out, cleaning the house, you've got to have your tunes going? Guess what? It all starts in the center of your brain. And according to new research, music can be just as addictive as fast food, money, and alcohol. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's I've, been, beca- I've been hooked since I was about nine. That's awesome. <laughs> that's because music makes you feel good. It's the best addiction you could ever have because it boosts your mood, fends off depression, and lowers your stress hormones. In fact, we, we hope you're addicted to this radio station. That's our, our hope and dream. <laughs> yeah, it does. Nine years old, right when you said it, I can remember my brother got the Beatles live at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm. And he listened to it over and over and over again. And I listened to it. And then I uh, <clears throat> borrowed it from him. I don't think I ever gave it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Hey, do you have one of those stories in your family about a kid misbehaving that you tell over and over and over again? Coming up, this family is going to be telling this story for years. Do you have a story in your family about a kid misbehaving that you tell over and over and again? Uh, This family is going to be telling this one for years. This 10-year-old boy lives in Minnesota, and he takes the family's minivan for a drive. (laughs) It's 930 at night. Mom and dad are... Sound asleep. He gets in the minivan. He's like, all right, I got this. He's driving along. He sees the siren or here sees the flashing lights. Here's the siren. And he hits the gas. <laughs> and it's like, what does he think? He can outrun fight, the cops? Yeah, fight or flight kicked He's in. He 10. chose he chose flight. Yeah. <laughs> and he ended up, he almost he like backed up at one point, almost hit a tree. That stopped the minivan. Thank God no one got mm. hurt. And so the cop comes up to him. He's like, what in the world? Why did you take your parents' minivan? And he goes, I wanted to go to the grocery store and get Cheerios for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That was his reasoning. Can you imagine being woken up in the middle? Hey, well, yeah. in the middle of your night, they had gone to bed at 930. But I think mom and dad need to have a chat about making good decisions. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Instant gratification Cheerios. is not all it's cracked up to be, son. I wonder if he's grounded from Cheerios for the rest of his life. Right. You know how you're on the phone with someone and then you realize, oh, they're not with me right now. They're like in another world. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that happened to me with, uh, I was on the phone with my mom the other day, but it was, mm. it was a good thing. It was a really cool story. I can't wait to tell you about it next. You know those people in your life where the only way you can describe them is you go, man, there is going to be a special place in heaven for that person because they're just that awesome. And uh, something like that happened on the other day. I was talking to my mom on the phone and all of a sudden she, I could tell she wasn't paying attention to me at all. And she just went, come in. I was like, Oh, I wonder what's going on. And all of a sudden she goes, Oh, Ruth, that's her caregiver. Mm -hmm. She comes in like a couple days a week for a couple hours and gives my dad a shower and stuff. And she goes, oh, Ruth, did you forget something? And she said, no. And she she said, I, I took your husband's glasses to be adjusted for him. Mm. So like this woman has to do all this stuff for my dad, like that. I'll just say it's bathroom stuff that none of us would ever want to have to do because mm-hmm. my dad has MS and it's like he's a quadriplegic, so he can't do anything. So she does all that. She like sings to him in the shower. She'll tell, um, you know. A-L-E-X-A, I don't want to make yours go off, mm-hmm. um, to sing Splish Splash, I was taking a bath. All <laughs> a I mean, she adds so much joy to his life. And then, mm-hmm. on her own free time, when she's done for, you know, from this long day of serving my dad, she takes his glasses, which are always slipping down his nose, 
and he can't push him back up again because he can't use his hands. Yeah. And she goes and has him adjusted with like no no one asked her. No, and I and she's like, my mom was so cute. She's like, oh my gosh, Ruth, thank you so much. It was, and I was like, all teary because they're just both her, Ruth, and this other woman, Joy, who take turns taking care of my dad from nine to three every day or nine to two. Um, they do their jobs, which are not fun jobs, with so much love, compassion, and joy. And you can just see the love of Christ in them every day. It's just the coolest thing. They're all in, man. Yeah. They're all in. They are. And there's going to be a special place in heaven for Ruth and Joy, for sure. I need a Ruth, man. (laughs) (laughs) You need your glasses adjusted? (laughs) I need a Ruth in my life. Just to go behind me. (laughs) Take care of everything. (laughs) Clean up all the messes that I'm probably oblivious to, right? talking about those uh, people in our lives that have a special place in heaven. Every time you're around, I'm just like, wow, oh, yeah. there's got to be a special place in heaven for them. My grandma, Grandma Boots, she comes to mind for me because um, she just, even before my granddaddy fell into ill health, she just was, they had a very old fashioned relationship and marriage and he was the king of the castle and she was made sure that everything was right for the king of the castle. But then when his health got really bad, she was, she would cut his food for him. She would make sure everything was okay. He had to have an oxygen tank with him all the time towards the Mm -hmm. end and stuff and and became not like your dad where he was paralyzed, but he was, he was an invalid. He had, he needed help doing everything and she was right there for him. And took care of everything. The thing that we loved is she out. She lived about 10, 15 more years after he passed away. And she like she blossomed into this person that none of us knew before. <laughs> because she had spent decades taking care of him. That was her job. She took care of him and her kids. That's what she did. Yeah. And kids were grown. He was gone. So she took to getting on the bus with the little old ladies and going to Atlantic City once a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Party. And she would take like $20 a quarter and that's it. And spend that in the slot machines and then and come home. Was, that's hilarious. It was like Boots got her groove back. It was really fun. <laughs> fun to watch that. What are some adult problems you're going through that you just weren't prepared for? They asked that question on social media. <laughs> you're laughing. You're like, what, where do I start? Well, I just think of all the things that life that you experience as you get older, mm-hmm. particularly what came to mind for me was parents aging and dealing with uh, all of that. Yes. Nothing, nothing can prepare you for no, that. People who are going through it can share with you what it's like. But until you're there, yeah. nothing prepares you for it. Because I, I f- figured you were going like hashtag adulting, like, oh, my gosh, I got to pay my yeah, own car insurance. These were the- that kind of like lighthearted thing. Things, yes. But I went more serious mm-hmm. of thinking like, wow, no one prepared me for my mom passing away. Mm. There's nothing that can get you ready for that. Wow. I don't know if I can tell you the three that no, was, <laughs> this is too sad no, now. No, no, no. I, did not, I, did, uh, I don't like to bring the room down, but that's what came to mind for me. No, what are the three? No, I'm one of the better. lucky ones that all four of my parents are alive. Okay, but it'll and, make me feel better okay. to hear okay. the other ones. All right. So these are the adult problems. By the way, that, you have four parents. That's unique. <laughs> yeah. My mother-in-law, father-in-law, oh, you're counting and my in-laws. mom and dad okay, are all, the in-laws. we're very, very grateful because they're all still alive and uh, we are not prepared for what's hmm. ahead someday. Hmm. Hopefully a long, 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 long time What are the three now. lighthearted ones? Okay. <laughs> Can't find my glasses. <laughs> These are the adult problems that you just weren't prepared for. Um, they were asking this question on social media, and uh, the answers probably sound pretty familiar to you. Number one, not getting summers off 
If only we knew how to appreciate it back when we were kids. Number two, how much work holidays are. When you're a kid, Christmas is church, eating, opening presents, and playing with your new toys. As an adult, it's cleaning, cooking, gift buying, wrapping, and more. (laughs) Holidays are exhausting when you're an adult. And a final adult problem you just weren't prepared for that you have to actually eat healthy and exercise if you want to ha- if you don't want to have health problems. <laughs> right. When you're a kid, you just eat what you want. Right. No big deal. Uh, Pop tarts for breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. will get you to about 22 years old. Then all With of some sudden, noodles and noodles thrown in. <laughs> Coming up, how a kid watching another kid's TikTok live ended up saving his life. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. A kid watching another kid stream a TikTok live ended up saving his life. 12-year-old Trent was out four-wheeling when he crashed. And 13-year-old Caden was watching from the other side of the country. Trent got trapped under the ATV, could barely breathe. And started yelling his grandparents' home phone number. Because hmm. that was the only number he could remember. Yeah. So Caden got his stepdad involved, who happens to be a chief of police. And stepdad called and got help. And his parents were able to get him and lift the ATV off of him and save his life. Wow, no kidding. The two boys will uh, say they most likely will be long, lifelong friends. And they've already been friends on TikTok because they have, you know, similar things like they love ATV and outdoors and hunting, hunting and fishing. So now they can't wait to meet in person. Kev, I don't know what's gotten into me. I keep doing things that I've never done before in my life. Like, remember I told you the other day, for the first time in my life, I planted flowers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I did something again yesterday that I've never done before in my life. Can't wait to talk about it next. I don't know what's gotten into me lately, but it's been uh, just the last couple of weeks. I keep trying things I've never tried before in my life. So I first time ever planting flowers. So far, they haven't died. Um, and then yesterday, I did something I've never done. I made macarons. You know, the French cookies that have, yeah, they look like... Li- I've always said macaroons. Yeah. Macaroons <laughs> are like the uh, coconut drop cookies. Those are ma- coconut macaroons. Oh, But the French cookie. cookies oh. are called macaron. Oh. And uh, me and my nieces, we had to look up the pronunciation. <laughs> we Googled it. But what it, what's been going on is I think I've been really open with you guys about how it's kind of been breaking my heart a little bit that here I move closer to my nieces and it feels like I'm spending less time with them. So I'm trying to be more intentional. And I think I figured out the key. I have to spend time with them without their mom and dad. <laughs> Nothing against their mom and dad. They're awesome parents. But you know how it is. When you're 14 and 17... You, you want to spread your wings a little bit. Gotcha. So I was like, okay, they're on spring break. What can we do fun together? And I, one of them like loves to hike. The other one doesn't. I couldn't come up. So I decided, I know, we'll make these fancy schmancy French cookies together. And we had so much fun. It was it like just opened all these avenues for conversation that you wouldn't normally get just with like a quick lunch or a quick dinner. Mm-hmm. And because it took two hours to make these things and i have good news for you i brought in several macarons so you you? and our producer griffin can uh, taste you started this quest for the best cookie a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. i was it was chocolate chip and now unfortunately (laughs) this is only your second effort the production has slowed it's sorry hasn't commenced at the speed with which we thought it would i realize i can't have cookies in the house all the time (laughs) 
In fact, I gave almost all the macarons to my nieces. I'm like, you take them, give them away to your friends. Okay, so we can taste these. Yeah, in a you get to taste them. Okay. These are the flavor I make because they come in a million flavors. Yeah, are I made a cinnamon roll macarons. Ooh, okay, cinnamon roll ma- macaron. Macarons. <laughs> How do we say macaron? Taste <laughs> test coming up macarons. next. <laughs> Sorry, something funny just happened. <laughs> what happened? Well, our, we're about to have this taste test of the French cookies, the macarons. Macarons. And Griffin like went to go grab his, and it pretty much like started to crumble in his hands. They're very fragile cookies. I see that. Um, <laughs> and they're very fussy to make. They're um, I've eaten many, many. This is the first time I've ever made them, and it's fascinating. The um, the cookie part is egg whites and almond flour and sugar. It's very and cinnamon, very simple ingredients. Are these gluten free? Yeah, but mm. just by that's all macarons are. Mm. All she wasn't going to reveal that. Griff. No, all macarons are gluten are free. Sure? They're made with almond flour. Look at any recipe for a macaron. Yeah, trust me. It's how Taylor pronounces it differently every time she says. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what the Google lady said. Macaron. So anyway, um, they come in all different flavors. Usually they're really, really bright colors, but these are you no know, food coloring. They're these are called cinnamon roll macarons, and they have a, a cream cheese filling. Okay. In between and the two Griff's cookies. And was so delicate, it fell apart at the touch. It's that, squishy. Yeah. Little known fact: macaron means snowflake in French. <laughs> <laughs> Very so fragile. So go ahead and take a bite. See easily. what you guys think. These okay. took two I don't think hours I've ever had to one. make. Here we go. Oh, you've never had a macaron in uh-uh. your life? Uh your life will be changed. Mm. Isn't that a cool Despite cookie? I mean, my, it's so unique. My gluten-free apprehensions. <laughs> that is very good. Yeah, we 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 really criticized them, me and the girls, because we we want to learn how to make them better and better. Mm-hmm. And we think that the cream cheese filling is just a little bit too sweet. We think it needs to be a little less sugar in the filling, because like in Griff, France, they don't make things overly I think sweet. It's perfect. You think it's perfect? It's a little crumbly, but yeah, I mean, it, it well, tastes that's, good. Is it really crumbly? Because they weren't yesterday. No, it's mushy. It's not mushy? crumbly. Yeah, okay. there's no mushy. Little, I'm sorry, they're mushy. It's, that's because it's such a delicate cookie. It's oh. like this airy. It's got the little crisp and then the little chewiness to it. That's what's so beautiful about I'm a saying macaron. That was a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what. That's the first one I think I've had. I'm like so hooked. Like now, my next one. I, I think we think we want to make pistachio. One's next mm. with maybe a chocolate filling. That'd be good. Doesn't that sound good? That does sound great. Are you concerned at all about how going back to work, school, concerts, normal life will affect your dog after a year of someone being home with them all the time? Well, you're not alone. It's actually traumatic for both the pet and the owner to finally be apart. And some pet lovers are investing in, get this, pet therapy. To get through the separation anxiety that's leading dogs to barking and destroying things when the owners leave. Like that's how stressed they are because they're not used to being left. They're pack animals. We finally had to leave Alex the Wonder Mutt for quite a while the other night. It was the first time we had done anything big that would take this long. And my husband kept giving me countdowns. She's been alone for an hour now. (laughs) And sure enough, do you know it's been two hours that she's been all by herself? And he left classical music playing for her. My wife does that for our dogs. Leave something playing. And, And then he was like, when this event was over, he was so ready to get out of there. He was just like, 
And it was because he wanted to get back to oh. Alex. And it had been, I think it, by the time we got home, it was, let's see, probably like five or six hours that she was alone. And how did she and, do? And uh, well, we always let her run around in the yard. You know, when she gets home, we try to get her to go to the bathroom and stuff. Mm-hmm. She was scolding us. She has a scolding bark. And it was like, like, you left me alone. And we're like, it was late. It was like 1130 at night. And this is a bark she doesn't do at any other time. It's a totally different bark. And we're like, Alex, people are sleeping. I have to pee now bark. No, no, she had already peed. It was like, do your business. Play around in the yard, but I've got to stop and scold you for a minute first and let you know you, sh- you I am a pack animal and I need to come with you next time. It's hilarious. Are you single coming up? Guys, this is what is super attractive to other single women. Hey, if you're single looking to meet Mr. and Mrs. Wright, you're going to find this fascinating. They asked single women what body type they find most attractive in men. And believe it or not, it's the dad bod. About 75% of women said they prefer to partner with a dad bod over any other body type. Forget chiseled and toned. Single women want a little squishy, but not completely out of shape or overweight. (laughs) And I have a theory. A little squishy. A little squishy. I think that, um, that I think guys that look like bodybuilders at first glance before you get to know him might be viewed as a little bit self-absorbed. So that could be why the dad bod is so popular. Plus, if you're single and you want to get married and you're hoping to have kids, you want him to have the dad bod already, even before he becomes a dad. <laughs> you don't want him to be chiseled and slowly slide into dad bod? <laughs> no, just have him start that way. <laughs> so we should talk about this. They're saying like uh, single ladies nowadays, they prefer uh, a little bit of a squishy tishy. <laughs> Squishy dad bod. Here's what I'm wondering. When when you first met your other half, from when you first met them to where you are now, have your priorities and your perceptions changed? In other words, maybe your guy did have six-pack abs and was witty and charming and all those other things, but you've grown to love your better half for different reasons. Has that happened in, in your relationship? Tell us about the growth curve. We're talking about what is it that made you fall for your better half? And then what did you grow to love about them? Because that initial attraction and then what you grow to find out about a person are is completely, you know, two different, two different things. So I think like with my wife, Tracy, we met in high school and I fell in with the love with this uh, or was attracted to this redhead hottie in a pom pom outfit. I, I still am attracted to that girl. But uh, after 32 years, it's gone from that. You know, red hot attraction. I just adore the woman I've been married to for 32 years. We've got four kids, all of life's ups and downs, and we still love being together. I mean, she's the funniest person I have ever, ever met. And it's because she's she's funny without trying. She doesn't like tell jokes or say things to intentionally be funny. She just is. Like yesterday, uh, I was sitting there and she was on her phone. I was like, are you on your phone again? And she goes, no, I'm guiding. I'm guiding Alice. That's what she's named our Roomba. <laughs> Is that what you mean you're guiding her? She's like, I can use this and I can guide her. I'm trying to help her. I'm like, you know she's not a real person, right? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and that kind of stuff, she does that kind of thing all the time. And it makes me laugh. I think she's just one of the funniest persons, I, uh, persons I've ever met. So what is it for you? You met your better half and there was that initial attraction. But what did you grow to love about them? 
Hey, Mary, we're talking about what attracted us to our better half at first, and what have we grown to love about them that we didn't know then? What What is it for you? When I first saw my husband, um, we were at a birthday party of a mutual friend and had never met, and I noticed he had the most juicy arms. They were just <laughs> so rock solid. He was like my Superman. And I remember just being like, oh, my gosh, these guys' arms are so hot. And so we've been together now for, like, 12 years. And I fall in love with him more every day because he's such an incredible dad. We have two kids now. And that's just, like, seeing his love for our children just makes me love him all the more. Oh, that is beautiful. That is. Love that. So does he still have the guns or is there any dad bod going on? Because that's what women supposedly like nowadays is the dad bod. (laughs) It makes me mad when, like, we go on diets and he, like, just thinks about dieting and loses weight, and I have to work at it. So, as long as he weighs more than me, we're fine. Um, That's the goal. Kev, you agree we have the best listeners in the whole wide world, and the other day I... um. I, on the show and both on social media, I talked about how um, my niece, Ariel, and her husband are foster parents, and they had mm-hmm. another court date. And every time I see a purple flower, which is my niece's favorite color, I pray for them. And um, so I posted a picture of a purple flower, and everyone said, praying, 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 praying. Well, for anyone who understands the fostering journey, the saga continues. Uh, it was a an agonizing couple of hours because... Okay. What they did is they made my niece sit on Zoom, but they had it on mute for her. She couldn't hear what was going on. And um, they went on for a couple hours and then they ran out of time. And so now it's rescheduled for April 23rd. So it's just like just just the anxiety. But like my sister Suzanne, I think, because she's so emotionally invested because she helps care for the kids a lot. Like Mm -hmm. when Ariel's at work at her, she's a pharmacist at a hospital. Um, She said she keeps going on and on about Ariel's faith through this whole thing. She's just like, hey, these are God's kids, not mine. It's in his hands. Mm -hmm. But the waiting and the... The emotional roller coaster. I she's doing way better than me. <laughs> I'm just on the peripheral of yeah. all this, but wow. we've all fallen in love with these kids, and we're so grateful they're part of our family. We just want God's best for them and them to be safe and right and to thrive in every way in life. The prayer is, Lord, your will be done. Yes, but here's what I'd like you to do. Right, <laughs> that's how I pray. Yeah. We love checking in with our producer, Griffin. He's got a wife, Sarah, and a five-year-old and a four-year-old, a boy and a girl. And apparently, he and Sarah have just recently started introducing their kids to pop music. (laughs) We'll find out what that's like next. Griff Taylor was just saying a minute ago, you're introducing your five- and four-year-old to some pop music. Now, this is a very sensitive topic for me because I'm very proud that I raised my kids listening to some of the great classics of all time in pop music. So, so, so tell us about what, what path are you leading your kids down? (laughs) I feel like that's kind of my duty as their dad to introduce them to some of the popular classic music, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that there is. And the other day we were driving around just me and the kids and some Paul McCartney song came on the radio. Okay. I don't even know what it was. Fantastic start. And that triggered my mind. Like, Hey, I don't think the kids have ever heard the Beatles. Well, I'm not oh like gosh. you when it comes to the Beatles, but I respect them. I enjoy their music. Yeah, yeah. So I pulled up Spotify and threw on some Beatles music for them. And it was funny. My daughter really enjoyed Here Comes the Sun. Here comes the sun. 
Such a good song. He's like, Daddy, play it again. Aww. And she likes that it has the sun in it, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you could tell her it's spelled S O N if you want. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we sang a version like that in youth group. Oh, yeah. Where we changed the words. Oh, it's cool. Totally. <laughs> and then uh, my five year old son, Thatcher, really enjoyed I Want to Hold Your Hand. You've, you've opened the door yeah. now, my friend. He was dancing in his car seat. He was like, moving all around. Oh, he really so got into cute. this one. And he got mad when I changed that song. So. I'm telling you, you have, you have opened the door. You think so? Talk to any musician, like any pop musician, usually somewhere in the what got you in the music? They'll say like, well, my dad used to listen to the Beatles all the time. I got so hooked on the music. That's like the starting point for yeah. everybody. So yeah, that's awesome. Now, did you? How tired of you were the of those two songs by the end of the day? (laughs) (laughs) Again, Daddy, again. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. You got to you got to keep playing that for him and stuff. That that is great. I love to hear that. So my wife and I were having a spirited chat last night about. Who's been spending more recently? Who's getting more packages delivered with that awesome Prime delivery? You guys ever have that conversation in your house? Let's talk about it next. So my wife and I, Tracy, uh, we can't be the only ones that have this conversation. And it has to do with spending. Who's spending more? Who's got it under control? Who doesn't? And my wife was saying, like, Amazon is just getting out of control. You, you got to rein it in. And I was like, hang on. I have. I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. I can show you. So I said, OK, let's look. So we did. And, uh, uh, order history. Yeah. The <laughs> last, right up. last 10 items. Number of items ordered. Kevin, mm-hmm. two. And those two items were TurboTax. <laughs> so that was for the good of everyone. That mm-hmm. wasn't like a person. And the next one I can argue was for the good of everyone, too. is athletic shoe deodorizer spray. <laughs> <laughs> For the good of your family. I haven't complained about my shoe smelling. So so those were my two purchases. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a product. Kyle, because That's he's connected funny. to ours, he accidentally purchased two things. Yeah, air quotes, accidentally mm-hmm. purchased two things. And then the other six were all Tracy purchases. And they weren't for the household? So uh, arguably one of them was. Five of them were not. Ooh. Now, if you wanted to go deeper than 10, then she can build a case. But (laughs) But you wouldn't let her go deeper than 10. I'm comfortable just sticking with the top 10. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm wondering, are we the only couple that has this conversation regularly? Or does this sound eerily familiar about you and your better half? Hey, Ashley, we're talking about a chat my wife and I had last night about who's spending more on Amazon. And I went back and we looked at the last 10 purchases and heavily weighted towards Tracy. She was wrong. It's not me. <laughs> I listened in and you are not the only one. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, you guys have that same chat. Yes, we have the same chat. But instead of Amazon, his is Poshmark and mine's fancy coffee. So we always can vary buying more. Really? So he's spending money on clothes and you're buying coffee. Yes. Huh. Clothes. What what kind of clothes does he need? He really doesn't need any. He always is obsessed with these fancy visors. He's a football coach, and so he is always getting them. But it's it's just hilarious because we are not. You, you are not the only one that's having this cost because we're always going back and forth. How many times have you said this phrase? Did you really need another visor? Oh, my gosh. I couldn't even tell you how many times. <laughs> even in the last week, maybe like three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we're not the only one. Thanks for hanging out with us, Ashley. Yeah, thank you. 
too. I love listening. Y'all are great. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.